1: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. This one's going to be a lot of fun and very informative. On the Green Industry Podcast over the last several months, we've been talking about raising prices, and today you're going to hear it from a couple other voices in the financial space, Graham Stephan and Dave Ramsey. They recently did a podcast together. I think Graham Stephan must have traveled to Nashville because I saw him on Dave Ramsey's set uh, for the uh, the Ramsey show. And then while they were there, I'm assuming they must have gone into a little side podcasting room and they created some content for Graham Stephan's YouTube channel. And he also has a podcast. I believe it's called the... Marty, can you bring that up? The uh, Iced. Coffee Hour podcast. Graham Stephan hosts that. And so uh, George Campbell, he's part of Dave Ramsey's team, uh, Dave Ramsey, uh, Graham Stephan, and then I'm not sure the other gentleman uh, who's on Graham Stephan's team, they all sat down, they had a conversation about money, real estate, and eventually the conversation got into raising prices. And so I'm going to play an excerpt of that. And There's so many correlations between what we're about to hear and lawn care, because just to give a little context to this, Graham Stephan had a tenant in in his real estate business and he didn't raise rent on this tenant for, I believe, 10 years because uh, she was a sweet old lady, I'm assuming, and she paid her rent on time. And uh, Dave Ramsey is going to explain to Graham that math is math and uh, essentially Ah, uh, Dave Ramsey is going to share how and why every single year he raises his prices. Uh, and, and the example they're giving is uh, Dave Ramsey owns rental homes, so he, he owns homes, and you know people live in those homes and they pay him rent. And he's t- going to explain why every single year he raises the rent without exception because it's math. And uh, you know maybe it's only twenty five dollar raise in the rent, but you, you got to be in that consistent habit of raising the uh, prices. And so in lawn care, it's the same situation. You might be cutting sweet Sue's yard for $40. Well, you can't do that next year. You got to raise a rate. Uh, maybe it's the $42. Maybe it's the $43. Maybe it's to $45. We'll talk about that after we hear from uh, Dave Ramsey and Graham Stephan. But uh, if you can cue this, Mr. Producer, uh, we're going to play a short little clip here. This is from the iced coffee hour podcast hosted by Graham Stephan and he's interviewing Dave Ramsey, so I want to let I want to let you guys uh, listen to this back and forth about raising prices. And uh, when they conclude, we'll do some takeaways in how this is applicable in a lawn care and landscaping business. Mister Producer, go ahead and cue it up. It's just math math is not evil. It's not, nobody's doing anything wrong.
2: Nobody's out to hurt you. It's just, you, you know, you don't get a pass on math because you got your little butthurt feelings. Yeah. I will
0: say I did make a mistake. Uh, two years ago, I made a comment to Kevin O'Leary who reviewed my portfolio and we got to a property and we explained the cash flow. he looked at one property says, well, the rents on this is lower than every other place that you have. And I said, well, I've never raised the rent on that tenant. And it was 10 years I had not raised the rent. She was a great tenant, never a single issue, always paid on time, treated the place like her own. And I figured, you know what? I wouldn't raise the rent, makes my life easy, don't have to think about it, she's there. Uh, She was a tenant 10 years later, had some issues and I, I, I don't want to go into detail, but I wish I, I should have raised the rent. That was yeah. a huge mistake that I made looking back that I should have done
2: that as, well, I, as part of a smart business. To, exactly. No. And yeah. it's, it's also psychological. Okay. Because she started to get confused at some point who owned the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so with our tenants and with our advertisers, we go up every year, $25, I don't know, but we go up <laughs> yeah. every year. We don't any, want anyone to go, uh, well, I'm doing him a favor by being here. And so, it's, yeah. no, this is a transaction. I mean, you're, you're, you're going to pay the rent and you get to stay. This is a transaction. And I'm going to take care of the stuff that's broken. And I'm going to be kind to you and nice to you. But you are not entitled because you have been here a long time to cheaper rent. Now, I, I will... You know, maybe not raise it all the way to market to not push somebody out because of the cost of a turnover, but that's an economic decision. Yeah, that's not a I'm doing you a favor. And you know, and then if you run your business well, then you can choose as a one-off in a situation to be kind to someone. Like we had a tenant that was going through cancer treatments, and the family was just destroyed. And so we not only uh, didn't go up on rent, we just gave them like three months with no rent. Just to help them, but that was an act of kindness and generosity uh, that was not a, a statement of previously we've been doing something evil yeah. and now we're going to do something good. No, instead, we're having a transaction here. Pay your rent, you get to stay. This is the value of the property, and you can't. You, it doesn't work anymore. Uh, um, and oh, you've got a life thing, and I've got some margin, so I can just be kind. I can just be generous. Mm-hmm and give you, give you a little time off. And we did do that. Um, we took over, we bought a building one time in a foreclosure that had a, a, a church operation operating a daycare. And the daycare was primarily serving uh, the underserved area, a lower income situation. And they didn't have much margin in running that thing. And they were running a nonprofit. And we sat down with the guys and, you know, we ended up giving them the first six months after we bought the building free. So they could get up, get things running. But it wasn't, it wasn't because... Charging rent was evil. It was because yeah. we were able to help these people get their business situated. And that was a nice, good thing to do, generosity wise. But no, it's ridiculous. So we always go up on rents every year. Yeah.
1: Well, guys, there is a lot to unpack from what Dave uh, just shared with Graham. And I want to start with talking about how we can intertwine our emotions with the math and how detrimental this can be I'll use myself as the example here because I really got deep into the weeds on this uh, because I was in such a hole in my lawn care business simply because when I started I did not understand how much it actually cost to run a lawn care business nobody explained this to me and I quickly realized that I wasn't doing something right because by the time I pay for you know the lawnmower the trailer the power equipment, the fuel, the oil, the truck repair, the storage unit, the uh, insurance on the business, the taxes, the labors, you go on and on and on and on and on. And the money I had coming into the business somehow wasn't enough to cover all of that. Therefore, I'm at Carrabba's in the evening you know, giving people their pasta wheezy. <laughs> and, uh, that's a whole other story for another day. But, but my finances were, it wasn't working out when I started my lawn care business and I was somewhat frugal on the outgo of, uh, you, you know, I, I didn't have the flashiest truck, the flashiest mower, the flashiest trailer, the flashiest anything. It was a ragtag operation in the early days. The problem was my prices were too low. I, I just didn't know. Um, And that's part of what drives me to create this podcast each and every day is because I know there's several other lawn care landscaping business owners that might not truly understand the market, their worth. And and I want to encourage us all to elevate our standards of excellence of how we serve our customers and also our pricing. And so long story short, I started coming to this deer in the headlights, eye-opening experience that my prices were too low. and. A lot of you might be listening to the podcast or are newer, don't know the whole story. Where my friend Rich explained to me that my prices were too low. He used to work for uh, Brightview, which used to be Brickman, and, and he understood pricing really well. And that I wasn't even anywhere close to market value. Um, you know what? What a company like Brightview, which is the biggest company in our industry, he knew what they were charging and why they were charging it. And I wasn't even I wasn't even in the in the atmosphere of what they were charging. I was. So low in my pricing. Uh, Yeah, truly, Mr. Producer, a chuck in the truck. So what happened was I had such an emotional connection to my customers, which was good because, you know, they bring me sweet tea when I'm done mowing the lawn and, you know, a good chocolate chip cookie and uh, just so nice to me. and, And, you know, that I just felt like they were friends, which they were. And so when it came to the math that I needed to raise my prices on paper and you know looking at my checking account and my profit and loss statement and, and getting counsel from others the math was screaming I mean shouting I mean loud 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 Paul you need to raise your prices that's what the math was saying and I was working in the evenings at Carabas simply because the money I had coming into my business wasn't enough to pay me the salary I needed as the owner to pay my taxes to pay my labors and to pay all the operational expenses there wasn't a profit left over. There was, it was uh, like a hamster on the wheel. And so I had to raise my prices in, in the early days of my business. But then something happened. My emotions got intertwined. And I can understand why Graham Stefan didn't raise the prices for 10 years on that tenant. Because I was like, oh, no, no, they're just, I thought I was doing them a favor. And I thought, oh, I, I, mentally, I just was stuck in my emotions. I just, I, I kept um, talking myself out of it. Because oh, maybe they're gonna get mad at me and they're gonna fire me. Or oh, I I just the right thing to do. And I, all these lies inside of me where I just needed to understand math is math. It's numbers. It's zero, ones, twos, threes, fours, five, six, sevens, eights, nines. It's 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 numbers. And if we have integrity that we serve our customers with excellence, if you're if you're doing a Mo Edge trim blow, your your mower blades are sharp, and you you mow that grass the absolute best you can. You you edge along that driveway and sidewalk and walkway to the front door the best you can. It's a crispy edge. You you even blow out the channel when you're done, blow your cracks as Mitchell Cordy says, and and you trim them bushes to perfection, and you you do an excellent job, and you you're reliable, and you show up on time, and you do what you say you're going to do. You even do a little extra. You you notice something, and you you do it, and you don't even you know make a big deal about you just do the right thing. You serve we serve our our customers with excellence. If you're doing a landscaping job, you do it the right way. Um and 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 we 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 do things with excellence. Well, that's great. Then we need to also be excellent in our pricing, meaning our our prices of course they need to be fair and and you know honoring to to the market uh averages and things of that, you know, what the market's charging. We don't need to gouge people. But we need to separate our emotions from talking ourselves out of raising our prices and, and, and charging what we're worth. And it's been a battle for me for years, guys. When I when I first sent out my first price increase letter, um, this was way before I had it on my website. You guys can get my price increase letter template and and use it as your own. Uh, shout out to the Resource Center at the com. But when I had that very first draft of my price increase letter... I remember just how terrified I was. I didn't even email it to customers back then. I, they had a little birdie box in the neighborhood I was working in at that time. I just put it in their birdie box, which is underneath their USPS mailbox. And I just remember all those emotions I was fighting. So we're gonna have a quick word from today's show sponsors. And, and coming up, I'm gonna talk about how I've overcome those fears. And I, I trust the math. And I, I'm able to be a little, or not a little, a lot more, um, systematic and bold uh, with raising my prices. And I also want to talk about the psychological component as Dave Ramsey talked about how he raises his prices annually on his tenants for, uh, for his real estate business and on his advertisers for his Ramsey show um, business, because we all need to be in the process, um, the system, the routine, the rhythm of raising our prices annually no matter what. Whatever you're charging to cut Sweet Sue's yard this year, next year it needs to be higher. Whatever you're charging to put in a yard of mulch, next year it needs to be higher. Whatever you're charging for a next year it needs to be higher. Every single year, no matter what, any, any business owner listening to the sound of my voice, we, we just have to bake that into how we run business that every single year we raise our prices. So quick break, right back. We're going to talk a lot more about this. <laughs>
2: Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash paul to learn more. GPS Track It.
0: Hey, you. Yeah, you. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com.
1: Hi, this is Jason with Lake Lakeshack Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this off-season in February. Sent it out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase and was able to get 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com. All right, so before the break, Dave so eloquently explained in a really slam dunk manner of why psychologically it's so important to raise our prices. Uh, his example was of his tenants and of his advertisers. Every year, their prices is going up. In the lawn care and landscaping business, I think we need to do the same thing, no matter what, every single year, our prices need to go up. Now, it might just be a little slight bump uh, in adjustment, but it needs to go up. And so how do we do that? And that's a frequently asked question we get around here at the Green Industry Podcast. And- Honestly I've you know had 12 years of of experience uh with this and and helping others as well and seeing the successes and the fears of how to do this and so I think the best practice is because this is in many geographical locations is a seasonal business and the seasons are completely opposite in Australia as it is in the United States of America for example their summer is our winter and so I'm not going to give dates and things like that because it's going to depend on what part of the world that you live in, but no matter where you live, uh, I guess unless you live like in this tropical climate where it's 82 and sunny every single day, uh, you know, we have these seasons and and here in the Metro Atlanta market, our grass goes dormant in November. And then what what that means is it turns from green to tan and it's just kind of like sleeping, so to speak throughout December, January, February. Now, there's still a bunch of landscaping we can do with uh, leaf cleanups and, and starting to do some pruning and just cleaning up the property. It's, it, it, there's still revenue to be made for sure in, in Atlanta, but the grass actually doesn't come back to um, being green again until April. And so for folks that live here in the South, for example, the absolute best time to raise prices is prior to the start of the new growth prior to the start of the new season. And you just I, I just like that kind of fresh going into spring, and here's the new price. And then when you do that, you know, a couple of years in a row, your customer's gonna catch on. They're gonna expect it. How much you raising me this year, Paul? They're, they're gonna know it's coming. And so I would put as a baseline foundation, no matter what, before every season starts. We're going to send out a price increase uh, letter notification to our customer, letting them know that we're going to raise their price. Now, how do we go about effectively communicating that to our clients? And it's super important um, that we are honest uh, and upfront and very clear with our customers um, when they're going to be getting a new rate. And so this is something that I think we all need to build into our operation and, you know, if you're out on a customer's property and it's it's late into the fall and you know you're raising your prices next spring, you, you might just even want to um, prime the pump a little bit and, and let your customers know, uh, man, it's been a great year. Do you have any feedback? Is there anything that we can do better? And I just just be honest with them. Just say, hey, just so you know. Um, we, you know, we need to absorb the cost of us running this business has skyrocketed this year and they'll probably shake their head. Yeah, we understand, you know? And so uh, anyway, next season, we're going to be raising our price a little bit. I just wanted to make sure um, that you had a heads up. So in, in a most organic way, if you can kind of let your customers know, um, then they can kind of expect it if you've never raised your prices before. And for those of you who've been at this for a while and, and you raise your prices every year, Eventually, they're going to figure it out. So, and 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 they're going to expect it. But that's one way to kind of ease the transition. And then uh, the other thing to do when it comes time to really pull the bandaid off and raise your prices is to just send them an email. I have a template at the resource center. Uh, it's called the price increase letter template. You can plug and play in the date, uh, the customer's name. Uh, the, you know, what their old price was, what their new price was, all this stuff is is plug and play. It's, it's, uh you just fill it out and then you just shoot them that email and that's going to notify them uh, that their price is is going to be up. And then I personally like to get a confirmation from them and that they received it and that they agree to the new price. Cause if you have all your customers cards on file and you're, you know, you've been cutting their grass and charging them uh, 55 bucks, but now this season it's going to be 60 bucks. In writing, you know, you need that that com- confirmation from them that, that that they have a new price. And so, when it comes to landscape enhancements and maybe mulch and pine straw and flowers and sod and things like that. You don't necessarily need to communicate that to your customers. You can have internally, you know, last year we were charging $110 per yard of mulch installed. Well, this year it's going to be $125 per yard of mulch installed. And then when you go to give your quote for those jobs, you can obviously give them the price that has your new baked in pricing um, included in it. But in regards to where you're serving a customer on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, uh, you, you need to be very, very clear with them of when the new rate starts and what that new rate is. And then if anybody gives you any pushback or kickback, um, the secret weapon that I use is the word absorb. Well, Mrs. Smith, we have to absorb all of our rising cost, and so we have to raise our prices. And then you just shut up. That you don't you don't need to you don't need to do it. Uh, Dave Ramsey was warning about with all the emotions. You don't need to do some sob story or no, just get that word memorized, absorb, A-B-S-O-R-B, absorb. And if anyone gives you kickback, you just say with confidence, Hey, we have to absorb all of our rising costs, all of our rising expenses. And so we, you know, we have to raise our prices and then you just shut up and, and If they don't understand that, then I'm not sure if you want them as a customer because that's really reasonable. And so there's one other thing I want to address that Dave um, kind of explained to Graham, and that's how there are moments, customers and situations and circumstances where we want to be a blessing to somebody. And so he was using the word margin. When we have margin in our business, in our life, then we can do that. Maybe there's a widow uh, that's a customer their husband passed away, it's a sweet old lady, and maybe you just want to give them a free lawn care service or, or, or you know, do something for them for free. That's great, but it's also motivating for us to get as much margin in our business and in our life as we can so that we can, you know, do that kind deed. And, uh, you know, Dave's obviously shared some examples where he blessed the daycare and, you know, I think there was a tenant where he gave a discount to and things of that nature. And so, I'm all about that. We, we can be generous, but with the other, you know, 95% of, of customers that are just regular, you know, customers, we, we need to, we need to run the math and, and not let our emotions talk us out of rising, raising our prices and, um, charging what we need to charge so that our business is profitable. So in no way am I downplaying or, uh, suggesting that we don't be generous and, and, and do something kind for somebody, um, when it's. Appropriate, but for the everyday in and out operations of our business, we need to be in this routine of raising our prices. And so I hope this podcast uh, finds you at the right time. And as you look at your business, that you really consider each customer's price. And if you need help uh, communicating to your customers that you're raising their prices, because sometimes a mid season price increase is necessary. Um, when your prices are going up and perhaps if your original price you started with a customer was too low, waiting till next year might be too late. And so if you need to do a mid-season price increase, I'm getting hit left and right. I just had QuickBooks online um, bump my price. I just had the storage place where I uh, keep my equipment. They just jacked me up quite a bit. I mean, I'd have to run the, the percentage amount, but I'm, I'm thinking it was like a 22% or so <laughs> increase and uh, I'm, I'm running math in my head, but it, it was around that it was, it was a hike, it was a hike. And so this is happening to me um, very frequently where uh, subscriptions that I have and monthly retainers that I have, uh, my prices are going up and I'm expecting it. And our customers are um, used to this happening in their daily lives of, uh, And the reason I know this is because of food cost. I was looking at my budget from last month and I'm thinking I lost 10 pounds last month. I was 218 to 208 because I was on a diet and I was, I was strict and I was, you know, cutting back yet my spent more money on food. And I'm like, how in the world did I kind of have a light month with my caloric intake? Yet I spent more money than the month before. And it's because the prices are going up. It wasn't because I ate more food. I obviously didn't. You don't don't lose 10 pounds by eating more food. Um, You know, I... But so anyway, everyone's used to this, guys. The food costs are going up. Our expenses are going up. Our prices need to go up. And so I'm going to leave it at that. I think Dave pretty much um, drove the point home. I just wanted to kind of sprinkle in some practicalities for the lawn care and landscaping business. If you need help... Effectively communicating this to your customers, check out in the show notes our price increase letter template. It's also available at a resource center at com. It will take the guesswork out of it. It will make if you if you're able to put today's date on there and you're able to fill in your customers' name and you're able to put down what their new price is, then all the communication part of it is taken care of for you. It's it's a template that I've personally used, and this is I think this is like the fifth version of it. I've, I've, you know, my original draft when I first had to raise my prices, it was, it was decent. It got the job done for me. But over the years, uh, Mr. Producer actually has helped me. I've had some other professionals help me and we've just fine-tuned it, fine-tuned it. How can we, how can we communicate this more simply? How can we communicate this more effectively? And just, you know, tweak one little word here, one little word there and, and get it as concise and straightforward as possible and um, it's been extremely effective for so many so many business owners. And so uh, I would highly recommend getting that as a part of your tool belt, saving it on your computer and using it every single year once you once you uh, get the template once and you can obviously just use it year in and year out and um, get in that routine of sending that out to your customers whether it's in the middle of the season or it's fresh uh, you know a little bit before the start of the new season and um, you know, have that psychological effect that your business raises your prices every single year and trust the math. And, and, you know, we have to take dominion over our emotions and make sure we serve people well, and that it's profitable for us, that it's, it's at the right price. So that uh, link to the price increase letter templates in today's show notes, or simply just uh, pick it up at our resource center at com. Thanks for listening, guys. This was a, uh, like a pep talk for myself because, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes I can fall back into my old ways and, and start getting fearful about um, math and pricing, but uh, we need to trust the process, trust the math, and make sure that not only are we serving our customers with excellence, but we're also priced appropriately so that we're profitable. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and hope to catch you on the next episode.